Before we get started on Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine, we'd like to tell you about the Miracle Moments Luncheon to benefit Easter Seals UCP Port Health. Earfluence, which produces this podcast, is a proud sponsor, and we'd like you to join us May 1st, 2024 at 1130 Eastern Time at the Hilton Garden Inn in Cary. This event helps raise funds and awareness for the life-changing direct services provided to more than 40,000 children, adults, and families living with disabilities, mental health, and substance challenges so they can live their best lives. We'll put more information on Easter Seals and the luncheon in the show notes, but again, that's Wednesday, May 1st at 1130 at the Hilton Garden Inn in Cary, and we hope to see you there. Attention bourbon lovers, are you ready for a taste sensation like no other? Old Raleigh Distillery, recently awarded Best Micro Distillery in the U.S., invites you to experience the art of whiskey blending firsthand. Located just east of Raleigh in downtown Zebulon, the distillery specializes in premium, micro-batched bourbon, and limited-release whiskeys. Visit the tasting room Tuesday through Sunday to savor a wide variety of whiskeys, specialty cocktails, wine, and beer. And don't miss a chance to peek behind the curtain with a tour of the blending operation every Saturday and Sunday at 1 and 2 p.m. For more information and to plan your visit, visit oldraleydistillery.com. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Old Raleigh Distillery for exclusive updates and behind-the-scenes content. Old Raleigh Distillery, where every sip tells a story. That is the thread that runs through them, so that in each station, no matter whether you're talking about, you know, developmental, financial, or even just passing, you know, in each station, what what we all want is dignity and the right to like live, you know, on on a level playing field. Like we said, you know, we don't want to be seen as different. We want to be treated differently. You're listening to Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I'm your host, Gina Stevens. You may know Raleigh Magazine, but what you may not know is how we get our stories. It's all inside baseball. You'd be surprised what people will tell us. Our MO is telling stories no one else is telling. So this podcast is where you get the inside access to stories you won't read anywhere else. So let's dive into some of Raleigh Magazine's biggest stories. I grew up in a middle-class family. My parents, civil servants, dad in the military, mom, a U.S. postal carrier. Not affluent, but certainly had more than enough. Blessed, in fact. Growing up, I watched them work really hard, but remain steadfast in giving back, whether it was to family, church, neighbors, or strangers. I learned what I lived. I share all that to help you understand that I'm thrilled to announce Give Raleigh. With me today to help me share our passion and excitement is Editor-in-Chief Melissa. And it's we're nice to have you back. You were gone say, last it's week. good to be back. I think I've missed a couple episodes, but yeah. it's good to be back in my seat. Um, but in every issue, you know, we partner and promote great causes um, in the issue and events and things like that, like Hops for Hope last month. Um, we've done Walk for Hope. We, did, we partner with ALS. Um, and we always want to lean into causes that are important to our staff, important to the community. Um, but this is something that you've really wanted to do for a long time um, to help charities uh, and, like, partner with them in a big way. And we really wanted to lean into that. And we, we almost caught it off last year. And it just wasn't quite there yet. And so this is a huge deal for us and for you and, per, you know, It really personally. is. It, you know, I, I've laughed forever. I don't buy lottery tickets. And if I did, I've said if I won the lottery, I would volunteer a different day at a different charity that has somehow touched my family. Mm-hmm. And it is a big deal to me because we talk a lot about how to keep our city 
the place that, or make our city the place we want it to be. Yeah. And the only way to do that is for everybody to come together and give and, and, and participate in it. And so I love the quote, um, no act of kindness, no matter how small is ever wasted. And I do believe that it doesn't take, you don't have to be a millionaire. You don't have to have thousands of dollars to donate. So we're kicking off Give Raleigh, which is a 40-day campaign. Um, October 1st to November 10th, we're partnering with Town Bank and Town Insurance, mm-hmm. really to inspire the generous spirit of Raleigh. Yeah, and I think Raleigh really is a generous city. We are. Yeah. We support a lot of charities. There were a lot of charities that have been born here. But so every dollar, at least the first $10,000 donated collectively to the three charities will be matched um, by Raleigh Magazine and Town Bank and Town Insurance, the first 10000 Ten. So if we raise ten thousand dollars, it immediately dumps uh, doubles, doubles. Yeah, to twenty. Amazing. So I am super excited. Yeah, I mean, look, this isn't a unique idea. I yeah. mean, this is something that other cities do in their magazines: Atlanta, Boston, Chicago. But this is something that just inspired that the idea, the inception of this idea, and how do we make this one unique? Um, I think you know, leaning into the charitable spirit of the city, like. It's the top 30 most charitable cities in the U.S. and the number 17 most charitable state. Um, and so I think there is a lot of, you know, generosity to lean into here. And we also don't take for granted the seats we sit in. I think that's what's so compelling about this initiative is that, you know, it's like somebody's given us a bullhorn. What can we do with it? Yes. You know, and yes, we can shout new restaurants and new bars and developments um, and, you know, all of these things but or, or problems or crime. But also, like, what can we do to make the community a better place? And I think that's something that's really important to both of us. And it so is. this is just kind of like divine intervention that, you know, obviously we've been together for three years now, my part on the team, but this is something that you'd been dreaming about for years and years. It is. This is something I really wanted to do. And and it, it took finding the right partner in town bank um, and town insurance. They work with over 400 nonprofits bank with them. And they they have a special division for that. And so when they agreed to step up and be part of this, it made this a lot easier. So we handpicked a trio of yep. three local charities that I like to say have boots on the ground um, yep. or hands in the dirt. They are <laughs> making a true difference in our city. Don't tune out. Don't go, oh, this is warm and fuzzy and they're asking me for money. Please don't <laughs> tune out. You know, you may have heard of these charities. You may not really know what they do. Um, and you might be surprised. I am sure there is someone in your family, in your circle, at work, whose these charities have touched at mm-hmm. some point. And it really is also just to to really hone in on that point that it's, it is like five dollars can make a difference. Yes, in that. And so Please. this isn't about like oh they want a hundred dollars. No, five dollars can make a difference. It all adds up. So before we tell you about the charities, um, you can go to giveraleigh.com mm-hmm. and you'll see the three charities. You can give. $5 to one charity, you can give $5 to three charities, however you want to do it. Pick the one that resonates. Hopefully all of them do with you. Um, but it, it again, every dollar is matched. And listen, if you do have more to give and you're looking for that tax write-off at the end of the year, yeah. here we are. Exactly. <laughs> here are these causes. And, and while neither of us are all that warm and fuzzy, I mean, we're warm and fuzzy, you just don't hear it in our voice. Um, yeah, hopefully right. what we're about to tell you about these will make you feel all warm and gushy inside and make you type <laughs> in like, giveraleigh.com. Oh my gosh, when we wrote the intro, I have to say, Tina was like, listen, this is your chance to be all warm and fuzzy. I'm like, okay, all those adjectives you love to use, all that all that feeling that you have, <laughs> I want you to like work it. Emote. Okay. So we did. We chose three charities, and the first one is 
the beloved, everyone knows it. And if you don't, don't. Well, we're going to tell you all about it. A place at the table. Yes. Woohoo. I mean, that's so deserved for them. And they do such a phenomenal job in the community. And yes. And if you don't know the story, Maggie Kane is an NC State girl. Yes, go pack. pack. Yes, and she had this vision um, for a pay-what-you-can cafe, mm-hmm. which still confuses people, and I still meet people every day who have never been there. So you're not late to the game. If you haven't been there, it's not too late. But the idea behind it is you walk in. It's like any other restaurant. The food is delicious. It is yes. a great place for a business meeting. If you're meeting a client for a cup of coffee or you want to— because it makes you feel good. You're helping mm-hmm. give back. Yeah. Um, they will ask you if you are going to pay the you know menu price, or if you discounted, or if you want to work pay for your forward. meal. Yep, or work um, for your meal. Yep, exactly. And and so they and it, I don't ever go in that I don't buy a card so that I can or pay for a meal, pay it mm-hmm. forward. Right. They have now what they call the table cards. So yes. you, they used to just you know you could pay for another meal, but now there's table cards, and so you can actually buy a card and leave it there. So then. They can distribute that as needed to another person. I believe that's how. Or it you works. can take and, it you can and take hand it, and it out it to, to someone. someone on the street, mm-hmm. or whoever needs it. I love that Maggie is all about um, dignity exactly, for everyone, yeah. and so where it was a token before that felt different. Now it's a what looks like a black credit card or a, exactly. or a gift card, and so. They're walking in, and you don't know if they bought their own gift card or if somebody gave it to you. So it's all in dignity. It levels the playing field for everyone dining there. So, yeah, you don't see that token and think, oh, that person, you know, had their meal. You just don't think about it at all. And and we actually had a business lunch there. Yes. Uh, we had a retreat last summer, and we had a business lunch there. It was a great spot for that. So I think that's good advice as well. But um, but also you can donate to the cafe, you know, and what in their purpose. It takes a lot of volunteers. And what Maggie, and talking to Maggie when I told her about Give Raleigh, gracious, grateful, always with a smile and appreciates every nickel. And every time she sees somebody in there, she's so appreciative. And the board and volunteers, it, it's, it takes a lot. But it takes one point beyond what the restaurant generates. It takes a budget of $1.2 million a year that she raises, that the board raises to keep the doors open, to keep feeding people. Yeah. Um, a lot of people think, and and they weren't serving as many people pre-COVID. And she said recently, she said, I have to realize we're never going back to that time. Oh, yeah. The, the need has doubled. The other piece, and we've talked about this, is that I think there is no way to to quantify the relief that she's placed on maybe some of the mm-hmm. the shelters and the food kitchens and the churches that feed and help um, Absolutely. I mean, there's a reason why she's been on like the Kelly Clarkson show yes. and some of these other things, because this is an initiative that the the whole country is watching. Right. And they said this can really be a model for the rest of the country of what you can do for people in your community, which is an incredible thing to have said about, you know, this one place in Raleigh and what she's created. But Right now, they're doing an average of 250 to 300 meals a day that they serve. Um, and that's all together, so paid and, and unpaid. Right. But um, but they have 10,000 pay-it-forwards to date. So, I mean, that's a very generous, you know, it shows the generous spirit of the city. And about 60% of diners who pay less volunteer or use place cards to eat for free. So, but that's of who, who pays less. Um, but they also have a paid staff. And so they have a paid staff making $19 an hour or more with benefits. And so she's really created like a unique 
machine that's contributing to the health of the community. It's health of the community. It's health of the economy for the city. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, there were um, leaders from a couple of different cities across the country who were here looking at the model mm-hmm. and trying and that Maggie spoke with, trying to sort of help them start this concept in their cities. That's amazing. I it, love that. It really is. And honestly, $5, $10 really does make a difference. I mean, most of the time when you go in and you buy it, you know, you pay for your meal and you say, I want to buy another meal. It's a it's a ten dollars. Yeah. So if you donate ten dollars, that ten dollars with us is gonna turn into twenty. Exactly. That's, and beyond this initiative, beyond these 40 days, they do have volunteers. And so they have 150 average number of volunteers per day uh, throughout the year. And so that's an insane number. That's the one thing that I want us to do during this year sometime, and it won't be before the end of 2023, is I'd love for us to have a day a month mm-hmm. where we volunteer somewhere for a couple hours. And uh, place to table would be a great space. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Especially if I can have a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all would get breakfast for sure. Okay, so that is number one nonprofit out of our trio. Number two. A local icon since 1949 and where Raleigh comes to celebrate, savor, and enjoy. Village District is celebrating 75 years of tradition and taste. You can join the celebration for their 75th anniversary on Saturday, April 20th from 3 to 8 p.m. on Woodburn Road. Enjoy live music, pop-ups, a kid-friendly area, and the launch of their Village 75 beer, exclusively brewed by Standard Beer and Food. For more event details and other Village District happenings, you can follow Village District on Instagram at shopvillagedistrict, visit their website at shopvillagedistrict.com, or sign up to receive texts by texting the word VILLAGE to 919-701-0202. into the mix of your go-to hot spots with signature craft cocktails and neat pours, 12 rotating craft beers and eight rotating fine wines, plus cider and bubbles. The mix has the perfect pour for everyone. Take flight with beer, wine, whiskey, mezcal, and tequila. Or not in the spirit, craft cannabis gummies and high seltzers also invite. Sprawl out on the patio, post up on the couch with your laptop on a weekday, Catch the big game on multiple TVs or cozy up in the wine library for an upscale paired tasting. Weekly events keep the good times coming from tastings to live music and more. For the full lineup of events and offerings, visit BottleMix.com. Yes, with two X's. So that's BottleMixX.com. Drum roll. TLC, or formerly known as the Tammy Lynn Center. This organization has been around for such a long time um, and has done amazing things. There was such a need. Three families came together to create the Tammy Lynn Center, and it um, is to help loved ones with intellectual and developmental disabilities. And so that's that's a wide array. Um, they house clients who live there. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have day programs where clients are dropped off. Yeah. Um, I don't think they call them patients, they're clients. Right. Um, and they help those families. And really, you talked about this a lot because they wanted people with these disabilities to have the same life experiences. Yeah, absolutely. I think this really touches, I mean, if you look at your 
at the scope of your life, you probably know someone who this directly impacts. And this is a very empowering um, uh, nonprofit giving, again, like leveling the playing field for people who they're not, you know, they, they don't want to be seen as different. Right. And this is a way to empower them um, through a variety of resources, education, residential therapy, um, community-related services, and then everything from like, you know, nutrition to speech and occupational therapy um, to help them get a job, to help them with communication skills, or and even like and get leaning really leaning into how your ten dollars can make a difference. I mean, some of the things just small moments in their life, like snacking on a favorite food or enjoying playing outside on a sunny day, and so that's where like. If you just donate that five or ten dollars or twenty, if you have it, like you're really helping them have, you know, resources to live what the life that they should be able to live. You know, I don't think I've ever told you this story. Um, when I first came back to Raleigh and had left television, before I could figure out what I was going to do, I got hired to um, work in sales for a newly starting magazine that was just about ACC sports. What? Why do I not know this? <laughs> and it was licensed, but the part of the it was licensed by the ACC. Some big name athletes um, from the past were on the board, and great concept. But they had to cover all sports. Part of the directive was they had to cover all sports equally. Mm-hmm. Let's face it, we wish that was the case, but people care about football and basketball right. more than anything else. And so, unfortunately, the magazine didn't last. But I worked with a woman, Ann White. Um, probably one of the nicest, sweetest, greatest ladies. Um, we were about the same age, both unmarried, just a great human. Well, Ann and I, I, I moved on, left town, went somewhere else to work, and Ann got married. And I realized many years later when she connected with me, she had a child that had developmental disabilities. Oh, wow. And she said, TLC has changed my life. She goes, without them, I don't know what our family would be like. Mm-hmm. I just had chills. And, yeah. and, and to know someone who, I mean, Ann and the whites are the, you know, they always say, God gives you what you can handle. Yeah. The whites were the people to um, have a child with these disabilities or delays because it was no big deal to her. She mm-hmm. started volunteering, giving back, raising money. And when you see that personal touch, what it does to someone else's life that you know, mm-hmm. and we all know people, we all know families that have this stress because, I mean, she had two other children. So in managing yeah. that, you know, she needed help. And I think, yeah, I mean, that's really fascinating too because I think one of the things I've learned from knowing people, you know, who have any IDDs in their family is the financial burden of that, you know, just any care that's associated with that can be it can be expensive and so I think that you know when you think how can I help you know this is how you can help you know this center has really um, done a lot for the local community and really wrapped their arms around them they've been doing this for 53 years and they have over 1800 plus family members you know parents siblings caregivers impacted mm-hmm. that's a lot of families and a lot of lives that have been touched by the Tammy Lynn Center. Yeah. I mean, when you think about that, I can't imagine what it would have been like 53 years ago to have a child or a family member with these issues and there not be anything. Right. And you're like, I want my my family member to have, you know, a normal experience. Mm -hmm. I I can't imagine. And then to go, you know what, I'm going to change it. 
what that's like. I mean, that's that. It's I think it's incredible. incredibly impressive, and I think for what they do, um, and they have to raise the money, and they have to write the grant applications, and they, you know, constantly be looking for fundraisers. Mm-hmm. And so, again, I sound like I'm on a telethon, but. <laughs> We We're not talking about a lot of money. It's we that have cup a of coffee. Come on. I know. <laughs> it's like that cup of coffee. Think about what we we spend on coffee and silly little things. That's true. Just just a little extra. Um, but yes, this is a great local charity. Absolutely. And the final in the trio is Transitions Life Care, which many of us know before they changed their name was Hospice. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's. And I'm very familiar with this as I lost my dad a couple of years ago. Um, and we knew in, in the end stage that they, that was going to be part of his care. He wanted to be mm-hmm. at home. And I'm not sure how we would have prepped for end of life without the help we got from Transitions Life Care. Yeah. I just, you know, this is something that you've talked about, but this is, this is the hardest decision anybody's going to have to make, you know. And I think if you hear hospice and you think, oh, I'm I'm not, you know, planning on dying anytime soon. This doesn't affect me. It's not really, I mean, it is very much about the person who is is wanting to go have an end of life with dignity um, to be able to make the choice to be at home and, and have that care. But it's also very much about the supporting family around that person to give them the strength and courage to make such a difficult decision. And so... That can be any one of us at any time, you know, with any family member. Well, it's also just the break. It's it's if you're caring for someone, it's personal, and if, if especially if they've come home and they need twenty four hour care, you feel like you can't go get your hair done or you can't go to the grocery store. And sometimes what you need is to get out of the house and and just yeah. take a little break to come back refreshed and and stronger. And yeah. um, caregiving they, is tough. It is tough. And, and it really, it, you know, for you and I, it's our parents, it's grandparents, yeah. um, but you never know when that's going to be pop, something you need. And you and it isn't just one of the fascinating things that I really, I'd always associated this with older adults. Mm-hmm. They have a pediatric program yep. um, and they serve 135 children and families um, per day. Yeah, that, I had no idea they had a pediatric and eighty-five per- children per day. Right. I mean, so that's a large part of their care, and I think it's significant. It really touches to the point that this can touch any of us. Like when when we think of hospice, we may naturally picture some you know ninety-five-year-old person like going naturally into the night, but that isn't always the case. There's, right. Somebody could have a terminal illness, you know, and that can include children, and so. I think just, and like we said, you know, caregiving is so tough to be able to give somebody the grief support they need. That's another service that they have beyond just even coming in and giving the palliative care. Um, They have grief support for families and friends, and um, that's free of charge. And I mean, so they really just kind of hold your hands through something that's one of the most difficult times of your life. And I think one of the things we talked about is you hear people say like, you know, I wish I could do more than just pray for you or think about you. And this, you can't. This is, you know, if you've ever said that to somebody who's dealing with losing a family member, this is where you would want your money to go, I think, to help them. Absolutely. We uh, we talked about Maggie saying it takes a, a $1.2 million mm-hmm. fundraising throughout the year and development dollars and, and corporate partnerships to be able to keep her doors open and keep helping the people she's helping. 
So Transitions Life Care has to raise $2.5 million to, to take care of the families at the current numbers they have. And so when you think about that, yes, we're a drop in the bucket, but every drop in the bucket helps. Oh, yeah. And 100% of these donations is spent on patient care. Patient 100%. Care. So, and I love that. Yeah, because I know last year when we when we talked about doing Give Raleigh, what we did was we did a, a kind of a mini feature on – charitable giving um, in the state, gave people stats and perspective and, you know, positioned us and North Carolina in, in the larger picture. And I think one of the things that we were able to bring to light that was surprising is what a high percentage of our local nonprofits money goes directly to the cause. It's so much higher than across the country. Yes. So I think this particular organization is helping bring that percentage up to have 100%. I think off the top of my head, the average for the community was like, it was definitely above 80. I want to say 82, 85, but something 100%, like that. 100%, every but, dollar you donate yeah. goes to patient care. That's you, insane because the average, I mean, they have overhead. You know, so, I mean, that just shows to the generosity, I think. You know, when we chose these, we had criteria and we worked with Town Bank and Town Insurance to to, to really pick ones that um, covered different areas and mm. served different groups of people. And and it probably should have dawned on me, and I'm not, I'm going to say this was probably a blonde moment. Um, but, you know, it just dawned on me that really all three of these are about <sighs> dignity. Yeah. They really are. I, I mean, even though it's clear in the writing and the stories that we tell about them in the in this new yeah. October issue, but it's dignity for where you are in life at that moment. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think that's a that is the thread that runs through them. So that in each station, no matter whether you're talking about you know developmental, financial, or even just passing, you know, in each station, what what we all want is dignity and the right to like live you know, on, on a level playing field. Like we said, you know, we don't want to be seen as different. We want to be treated differently. And, you know, you and I have talked about this a lot recently. Like, I think there's a, if you are talking about the aging aspect, I think there's an association of like these, these people who are brilliant being seen as lesser than as they start to age. Um, and I'm sure, you know, obviously we haven't been in a position where we're dying, but we've, you, you know, you've personally witnessed it. There's, and, you know, even with my family, like my parents aren't that old, you know, my dad just turned 70, but he's retiring this month. And you see just those are all incredibly hard de decisions. So just milestones. The, yeah. And so just this aspect of like bringing in care for the family to help and like to give dignity to the person that yes. doesn't want to go, doesn't want to die in a hospital room, in a hospital bed, doesn't want to die like this cold, lonely place, you right. know. Well, um, Give Raleigh runs October 1st through November 10th. Um, if you have matching, if you work for a company that they match donations, this is a great way to triple I mean, yeah. because we'll match the first 10,000. It's, it's just a great way to give back. And let's make a difference together. It's GiveRaleigh.com. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. This has been Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I hope after hanging out with us, you feel more like a Raleigh insider. You can find copies of our magazine around town or subscribe for $10 for 10 issues. We'd love it if you gave this podcast a rating and review and share it with your friends. This podcast was edited and produced by EarFluence. I'm Gina Stevens. We'll see you again soon.
Want more of Raleigh Magazine in between issues? Visit RaleighMag.com and subscribe to our newsletters. They come out Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Five-minute read keeps you up to date. And especially on Friday, dish on this, where to eat, where to drink, what to do this weekend. Subscribe for free at RaleighMag.com.